0: comes not, except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumase, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and Impacts their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. Genesis
1: chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. The Bible said, Time passed. Let's say, time passed. time passed. Cain brought an offering to God, God, from, offering to God. From, the of from the produce of his farm. Abel also brought an offering, brought but from the firstborn animals of his head. Choice cattle meat. God liked Abel God liked and his offering. Praise God. May God like your, yourself, your person, and your offering. Yeah. I said, may God like your person and your offering. Yeah. Praise God. So we've looked at why offerings. Stand to your name and say, why offerings. why offerings? Offerings are a vital part because they demonstrate our gratitude towards God. Last week, I walk you through that. In this service, I want to focus on scripture, truth that must characterize the things we give to God. Things that must characterize The kind of offering we give to God are certain things that must characterize it. And we want to look at that. So in this teaching, I'll be focusing on six things that must characterize the offerings we bring to God. Six things that must characterize the offerings we bring to God. Six things. Six things that must characterize the offerings we bring to God. God is very particular about offerings. Somebody say, God is particular about offerings. Very, very particular. I walked you through and I told you last week, last two weeks, that right from Genesis, God showed His disposition towards offerings. The first thing a human being gave to God was offering. It wasn't worship, it wasn't prayer, it wasn't praise, it was worship. And God demonstrated how He feels towards offerings. So, what are the things that must characterize the things we we'll bring to God? Number one, The offerings we bring to God must be personal. Somebody say personal. Personal. Say personal. Personal. You must give. Personally be involved in the giving. The offerings we bring to God must be personal. Like we came to church. We are giving offering. It's personal. Everybody must be personally involved. In the first service I was singing, I rise Ghana youth for your country. The nation demands your devotion. You don't know the song. We are all involved. We are all involved. We are all involved. In building the Father's house. Not our motherland. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Be involved. People. I mean, people can be in church when something is going on. They are, they are just around. They are not involved. When it's tight, they are not involved. When it's often, they are not involved. When it's an instrument, they are not involved. They are not involved. The only thing they are involved in is just come, sit, watch, type notes, receive message. That's all. They are not involved. Look at what the Bible says, First, First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. He says, now concerning the money contributed for the relief of the saints, God's people, you are to do the same as I directed the churches of Galicia to do. One. Two. He said, on the first day of each week, let each of you personally, somebody say personally. Uh-huh. Each of you personally put something aside and save it up. Everybody must be personally involved. It's important you understand that God never excludes Anybody. When he calls for an offering and he does not respond to everybody's offering the same way. God never excludes anybody when he calls for an offering and he does not respond to everybody's offering the same way. Abel brought an offering, Cain brought an offering. God responded to Abel's offering personally. And then he responded. He didn't say you came from the same womb. You are from the same house. Your parents are the same. So I'm responding to your offerings properly. No. He responded separately to their offerings. He liked Abel's. He disliked kings. Okay. Praise God. Praise God. God never excludes. That's why in this church we have learned not to exclude anybody. Every time we are doing any offering, it is It it comes to everyone's level. Repeatedly. 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 Our levels are not the same, but we must all be given the opportunity. Praise God. Jesus himself took offering from a widow. If you are going to take offering, the person you want to be very merciful with is the widow. The widow, what has he got? And her last might, Jesus took it. He also took offering from uh, this man, uh, Joseph of Arimathea, very rich man. Okay. Mary Magdalene gave everything she has saved for one year. Very wealthy person. Brought it, collected it. We are told when prophet Elijah received, Elijah received an offering from the Shunammite woman. Then we are also told why how they received an offering from a widow. So God takes from the high, he takes from the low. Everybody must be involved. It's a very deadly and dangerous thing. When offerings are going on and you are not involved, you will be poor for life. The people who must give most are the people who are poor. Because giving changes your mentality. Poor people are expecting to receive. Giving changes your mentality. It makes you know that you are not a person waiting to receive. You are a person who gives. Yeah. That's why poor And you know, prosperity is an issue of the mind. Yeah. Until your mind changes, your pocket will be dry. That's why we give. That's why you must be, no matter your level, be part. We say we are doing dollar offering. Ah, I'm not We are changing your level. Some of you don't know what hundred dollars even look like. It's an opportunity. How can you be in this uh, international multicultural, inter- intercontinental ministry? And, and you don't know, you don't want to know. You must. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, offerings are memorials. They serve as memorials before God. A memorial is something you look at. We have a uh, Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Res- uh, uh, Mausoleum or something. Uh-huh. When you go there, it, it, it gives you memory of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah and what he stood for. That's what offerings Offerings are a memorial before God on your behalf. In the book of Numbers, chapter 10, verse 10, let's see Numbers, chapter 10, verse 10. So, when you are not giving, there is no memorial there. So, when you are in need, you can not call, Lord, I receive. Listen, there is nothing for you to receive. If you have not saved with NIB Bank, and you go there that you want to withdraw money from there, they will arrest you. They will jail you for life. The Bible says, also in the day of your gladness, New King James, on the day of your gladness, and in your solemn feast, in the beginning of your month, you shall blow the trumpet over my offering over his offering is that what you're seeing there over what over your bent offerings blow it over your bent offerings over your sacrifices your peace offerings and they shall be what a memorial before god a memorial before god that's what offerings are in the book of psalm psalm 20 verse 1 and 3 let's see it he says the lord hear thee in the day of trouble and he, the Lord here answered thee in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Verse two, 2. He says, send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. Verse 3. He says, remember all your band of friends. All your offerings. So if there is no offering you, come go, come go, come go. In the day of trouble, there is nothing to be reminded of. There is nothing to, to, to look at and say, no, this one must, I must step in for this one. am I communicating here. It's important you understand it. Number one, our offerings must be personal. Somebody say it must be personal. Must be personal. Yeah. So uh, August 4th, package your offering personally. Number two, it must be planned. Somebody say planned. planned. Say planned. 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 When you are coming to church, your offering is planned. Look at this. First Corinthians of the 16, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1 and 2 are like this. Now, concerning the money contributed for the relief of the sins, God's people are directed. Verse 2, he says, On the first day of each week, say each week, let each one of you personally take note, personally put aside something and save it up as he has prospered. That connosed planning there. Praise God. He must put aside, put it aside. Each week, put it aside. And I'm sure that that is talking about business people. If you're a business person, every week you put your offering aside. Sunday, when I go to church, this is my offering. Tuesday and Wednesday, when I go to church, this is my offering. You put it aside. If you're also on monthly income, when you receive your salary, apart from your tithe, you take your offering and you put it aside. If Sunday you do twenty Ghana C D, you put it aside. Four Sundays, that's eighty Ghana C D. That's your offering for the month. If Wednesdays you do fifty Ghana, you put it aside. That is two hundred Ghana C D. Am I communicating somebody here? That is your offering for the month. Now you don't go and borrow from it. You don't go and do anything. That is your offering from the month. The same way, no matter how hungry you are, your transportation to your workplace, you won't chop it. Particularly if you stay at a very far place from your workplace, you won't drop because when you drop it, you won't go to work. When you don't go to work, you'll be queried. Why? So you keep it. It's the same way. I've been practicing this for close to eight years. Every service, I've never gone to church and I don't have offering to give. No. Every service day, Sundays my offerings are different, and on Wednesdays my offerings are different. And whether I'm in church or not the day i'm coming to church if i didn't come to church like now my offering is there i go there i went there i gave offering but my offering is on the please go and bring it it's on my uh, office desk and drop it in listen even when i travel and i'm not here when i come back let's say this sunday i'm not here and then next week sunday i'm coming to church the, this Sunday's offering, which I was, because I wasn't here, I didn't give it. When I come back next week, I will add it to next week's offering and bring Why? Because I plan it to give it to God for the month. Am I communicating here? The people who are rich, they don't become rich by living a haphazard life. They plan their lives. Amen. It's not every money that enters your hand, they chop it. You, when you are coming to church, with the level God has blessed you and the level you are coming to, when you are coming to church, you now have to ask your. Uh, Abraham 10 cities be at to offer. You, 10 cities. Because you have not planned anything. God puts so much in your hands, and your offerings, you do so haphazardly. He says, Let each one of you look at Deuteronomy uh, 16, verse 16 to 17. 16. Every month. So, every year, I know by the end of the year, when it comes to offerings, apart from special offerings, by the time the year ends, I know how much exactly I've given to God. My tithe is not 10%. It's above 10%. So when I take it out, and I take my offering, that's my offering. Okay? Thank you. Praise God. Now, when I take it out, I take my whatever percentage of it out, I know how much, because every month, I know exactly how much I give to God as offering. The one that is planned is there. So you must plan. Today, I'm not going to say because I don't have offering. Really? The Bible says we should not look here. He said three times in a year, all males shall appear before the Lord thy God. In the place he has chosen, the feast of unleavened bread, and the feast of the weeks, and in the feast of the tabernacle, and they shall not appear before me empty. Now, this is why I picked the sense in planning to give to God. He said, you shall not appear before me empty. Now, in their days, they were appearing three times. In our days, according to Hebrews, In fact, he says, let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And in the early church, they were meeting daily. So that one was even worse. In our case, we meet twice, a maximum three times. You meet here, you meet Wednesdays, and then they sell in the evening. Now, for every appearance, they were supposed to come with offerings. How will you sustain that? You plan it out. Plan it. Plan it. Plan it. And everybody should start from your level. Based on, I like go to verse 17. 17 puts it in a very interesting way. 17, he says, you should not appear before him empty. How are you supposed to come? He said, every man should give. So, when he says, you should not appear before me empty, he was talking about offering. Then he says, when you are coming, give according to the blessing of the Lord, which he had given thee. That's it. So, you give according to you, the blessing of the Lord. Maybe you are sales, a business person, you run your own shop. This week, God gave you so much blessings. And then, you are coming, you just, last week, you brought 10 Ghana seeds. This week, God has given you so much sales. And you are coming, instead of picking some 100 Ghana or 50 Ghana, you are still bringing 10 Ghana seeds. You don't understand what it is saying here. Turn to your neighbor and say, it must be planned. Must. Number three. Is, number three. It must be proportionate. So, you are planned it. But we are talking about proportion here. Somebody say proportion. Now, proportion is what I actually went ahead to talk about. Now, look at 1 Corinthians 16, verse 1 and 2. Now, look here. Concerning the money, you, you ought to send that, that verse 2. Oh, la basinda. He said, on the first day of each week, let each one of you personally, so that one has been addressed, put aside something, planning, as he has prospered in proportion to what he's given. Somebody say, in proportion to what he's given. So what you are giving must reflect the proportion God has given you. Are you with me? It must, it must reflect it. It must reflect it. Oh, pastor, I thought you said uh, we should plan. That's there. The plan is there. But as blessings come, you give to reflect it. So you move from personal offering, you go to plan offerings, then proportionate offering. So what you are giving like for instance, I have my offerings planned. If by the end of the month is 600 Ghana CDs I'm giving as offering. That is there. But if somebody brought me a seed of let's say 1,000 or 2,000 Ghana. The moment I receive that seed in this same week. When I'm coming to church next time. Something must leave that seed and be added to my offering. Because that is proportionate to the blessing that has come to me. Am i Am not communicating somebody at all? That is proportionate. So you don't keep God at one level. When he has changed, he changed your level. Yeah. Praise God. You, you, you don't keep God's life. For instance, you were on salary of maybe 5,000 last month, last year, and then this year, by God's favor, you come to 7,000. And last year, your offering was, uh, 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 let's say, 500 Ghana or let's say 50 Ghana in every service. You have moved from 5,000 to 7,000, and you still come with 50 CDs to church. You're ungrateful. You are not giving according to the proportion of God's blessings. I don't know whether somebody understands what I'm saying. It's simple. Simple. There is no year I don't review my offerings. There's no year. When by January, after my first fruit, I review my offering. Why? And I don't review review my offering because I've had some increment from anywhere. No. I review my offering because in the new year, I'm expecting that God will change my level. And there are people that even God changes their level and they are still the same. They are still the same. Oh, Pastor, I don't know why things are not moving the way they ought to move. Listen, I know why. <laughs> things will not move to any new level. When you have kept God at the level, He knows He is not supposed to be there. Give proportionate. If somebody walks to church and he gives an offering of ten Ghana, you drop to church and you gave ten. You are giving disproportionately. You are giving. It's like the, the widow and, the, and the, those who gave the other. is disproportionate. Those who come to church by taxi and those who come to church by Trotsky, their offerings may not be the same. am I communicating here. Everybody, when a student drops an offering of 20 Ghana, and you, a worker, drops 5 Ghana, you are insulting the intelligence of God. You are, you are demonstrating high levels of ingratitude to God. Am I communicating here? It's, it's simple. You see, the reason why uh, people... People... Giving must not be stressful. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. I have never given under pressure. And we don't do pressure giving in the, our church here. No. You need to understand giving. When you give to God, you are not helping God. You are helping your destiny. Yeah, that, that's a principle. If you've been in the church for long, you know that. Because when... A lot of people think that when they give to God, they are helping God. No. When you give to God, because God doesn't need anything for you to help him. And if he really needed help, you will not be the one he will consult. How much do you have at all? Maybe you will speak to Gate because he might claim to have something. Am I communicating to somebody? So, when you give to God, is only an opportunity granted you for you to experience a certain flow of his blessings. Praise God. God doesn't need anything from you. He doesn't need it today. He will never need it. Whatever you give to God stays with you. It changes. It's an opportunity for Him to change your level. Somebody say, "Amen." amen. We are going to give a, a seat, and we say we want to raise an offering of about twenty-one thousand dollars. God knows everybody's level. God knows. God knows that some student can bring two hundred Ghana or two hundred dollars. Somebody, $200, 100 one hundred dollar. And God is very happy. In fact, God is impressed that this one can give me this. Another person, God is expecting $2,000, $3,000, $5,000. And you have brought this uh, 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 $1,000. God says, hey, Thank you very much. I'm not in need. Somebody say, Proportionate. He said, According to Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16 to 17, He says, Three times you shall appear. Go to verse number 17. I like it. Every man should give as he is able. According to the blessing of the Lord. Which he has given him. Give according to your ability. But at the measure of the blessing you have received. At the measure of the blessing. As a doctor. Your offering must not be the same as a cleaner. Because your level is not the same. It's not. Proportionate giving number 4 it must be prompted somebody say prompted, prompted. given your offering must be personal your offering must be must be what planned your offering must be proportionate and your offering must be prompted somebody say prompted, prompted. you see the plan given is there that's when you have decided every service i'm coming with 20 ghana that's there every service 50 ghana that's there now then there's proportionate is there. Where God changes your level and says, okay, this year I am with this, my new, this, and okay, I'll be giving God Sundays. I'll give God 100 Ghana. That's there. But that is your plan. So, now, so, so you see, that the proportionate level is there. Then you are coming to service. So the plan given is that when you are coming to service, your offering is going to be 50 cities. But while you are coming, You were coming. Maybe you pick your key. You're about to leave the house. God says, "Add 50 CDs to the offering." That's prompted. The Spirit of God is speaking to you. Prompted, prompted, prompted. Yesterday I was in a meeting with mommy, and then when the meeting was about to end, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. Says, "Drop some seed," and the money in my hand. Everything is tightly budgeted. (laughs) Tightly budgeted for. In fact, the budget cry doesn't cover. (laughs) Praise God. But I said, drop the seed. We drove. I said, I told, listen, we are going to the the ATM. I pulled it out. And then I went to drop it where I needed to drop it. Prompted giving. Prompted giving. One day, somebody, when we were in the school, somebody came to church. And then uh, after service there's not somebody who comes around to beg you. But he just walked around me and I sensed that I needed to give him something. Give him money. How much did I give him? I just sensed it. How, how much did I give him then? I think it was like 10 cities or so. That day, he said after service was closed, he didn't know what he was going to do with himself. He had come to church giving offering, but he didn't know how he was going back. And God spoke to me. And sometimes you come to church and sometimes somebody even gives you a greeting. And God speaks to you. You pretend you have not heard. That is why your your blessing too is pretending it has not come. When you pretend you have not heard, the blessing will pretend not to come. Am I communicating here? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. One of the amazing ways to give is when you are prompted. So, Plan the thing, but when God speaks, because God will not tell you to drop a seed when he has not got a harvest in mind. Yeah. God or not? God or not. God or not. God or not. I remember when uh, I, I, I sold my Highlander and I needed uh, what do you call it? Uh, some, something to walk around. things were very tight. I've given my Highlander a seed into land. and now I'm walking about, and I was believing God to get money. Get something by the grace of God. The money was organized, and the car came. When the car came, the money to fix it was very, very wonderful. Praise God! Oh, yeah. Very wonderful. I was walking about just then. One morning, while I was going to the mechanic shop, not knowing what to tell them, I've just told them, you, "When you fix this thing, how much are you going to cost?" I've just collected everything, but I don't know where the money will come from. <laughs> while I was in the mechanic shop. A gentleman and his wife called me and said, uh, God, where are you? you want to see? Me? I said, you want to see me? About what? <laughs> yeah. But I sensed that something was coming. Yeah. No, because I'm a sin and I'm, I'm in an expectation. Yeah. Because that morning, if they had come with any matter but money, I would not have listened to them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ah, the, 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 what was on my mind? Listen, that's why you should never let your pastor lack Listen, most most pastors eh when they come and they are vomiting cases on people eh, is they hungry? <laughs> they're hungry. Hungry. they need this, that, 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 and are, their mind is not sound. So how can they give you something? I tell you that they, if they had come with any matter. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. He said, so What do you want? I said, um, so so so. Let's meet. When they met me, they brought a seat. 10,000 Ghana seat. That was how I sorted the thing. And they are in the church. Praise God. That's how I got something to write. Praise God. But you, when the word speaks and we preach the word, it doesn't speak. When the Holy Ghost speaks, because the word has already spoken. Share all good things with your pastors. No, you don't do that. When the Holy Ghost speaks, ah, you will bind it. No. This cannot be coming from God. This cannot be coming from God. I'm telling you, listen, listen, you never, you never know how much of a blessing you will be to people in eternity. And some favors you provoke from God. If you learn to give as you are prompted. This offering that we are doing, God knows my heart. And those of you in this church, you know. If I had this $21,000, I will not speak to you about it. I've given two solid cars and I'm riding something that looks like a car. (laughs) Yeah. For change. When we needed a plant and I had a car, Highlander, I planted it. We bought a plant so that we won't have service with interruption of power. Never. Never. When we needed the land and the land came, the car, solid, Registered. I have not even done six months. Planted it again. Listen. When you have it in your hands, God will perpetually put it in your hands. In your heart. It's always important. God knows that you can do this in power. You can give 5,000. You are binding the (laughs) thing. Every time you bind it, you know what you are binding? You are binding the harvest God has for you. Every time. Every time, every time, every time, every time. The reason why a lot of people struggle in life is because you see, uh, that's why I keep on telling you. God's word is simple. Understand it and run with it. Run with it. Prompt it. Somebody say prompted. Prompt. Say prompted. 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 Prompt. Number five. Our offerings must be purposeful. Somebody say purposeful. Say purposeful, that is, we must give on purpose. Look at uh, Exodus chapter 23, 25, verse 1, 2, 3. Exodus, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 2, Speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart, you shall take my offering. Verse 3, and this is the offering you shall take of them gold, silver, and brass. Go to verse 8, he says, Verse 8, please, he says. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. So, what was the purpose of the offering? Take an offering. The purpose of it is what build a sanctuary, build it, build it, build it, build Build a sanctuary. The purpose of it, we are taking an offering, the target is this, and the purpose is to secure musical equipment. I know some people that sometimes, because of some bad experiences in some churches, when they come to church and we say we are giving for this, this is the target, their mind goes back to that bad experience. Because there are some pastors, they collect offering for equipment, and they use it to buy something for themselves. Praise God. So it it, it hardens people. There are people who are really generous at heart, and they are willing to give. But because of certain wrong things, people do. It hardens their hearts. That's why everything we buy, we dedicate. It's not not this, no... There is no anything in it. We just want you to see that what we say we're using the money for. We bought it. Praise God. Yeah. It's not the dedication is not anything. We just, I just do it deliberately. So you will see that this is what we say we're using the money for. It has been bought. The offering we give on purpose must meet the purpose required. Praise God. Now, this scripture is very beautiful. When they wanted to build the temple... And I pray daily that this will be our experience as a church. Exodus chapter 36 verse 5 to 7. Exodus 36 verse 5 to 7. The Bible says and Moses spake unto the Moses the people bring much more than enough for the service of the work. Amen. Praise God. When they said they were building the temple all the things they needed the, the people gave uh, unto what they brought was much more than they needed. Which the Lord commanded now go to verse 6. Are like Moses. Moses was a good pastor. Praise God. It wasn't like most of these modern-day fake passes. Moses, Moses gave a commandment and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither no man or woman make any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. So the people restrained from bringing how many passes when they achieve their target and finish, and there are more coming. Oh, let it come, let it flow. Because you see, some pastors simply see church members as opportunities to make them. When you go to programs and they are counting the people, they say, ah, this place, about uh, 300 people, wow. If everybody even gives 20, 20, 20, can see this? <laughs> we are gone. He sees the people and he sees money. Because his heart is not right. Church is not about money. Money has its role it plays. But lives must be touched first. When people are impacted, their pocket will be touched. Amen. Praise God. That's critical. Look at verse seven, five verse seven. For the staff they had was sufficient for all the work to be made and too much. I pray that God will bring our church to that level. Amen. I said, I pray that God will bring our church to that level. Now that's a mark of a blessed church. We are doing something and we are able to do much more than enough. Much more. The the same thing happens in the Philippian church. Paul met the Philippian church in the book of uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 14. Let's do the version, please. Now it was right and commendable to contribute for the needs and to share my difficulties with me. Verse 15. He says, you Philippians yourselves know that in the early days of the ministry when I left uh, nobody entered. Verse 16. But for even in Thessalonica, you send contribution for my needs, not only once, but a second time. Verse 17. He says, Not that I seek or I'm eager for your gift, but I, I do seek and I'm eager for the fruit which increases to your credit. Harvest of blessings that is accumulating to your account. Verse 18. By reason of the way they gave, Apostle Paul said, But I have full payment. I have everything I need, and I'm amply supplied. Now that I have received from Epiphraditos the gift you sent, they are the fragrant odor of an offering and sacrifice which God welcomes and in which he delights. Now go to verse 19. He said, because we have met the needs and more, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Am I communicating here? Simple. He had needs. And they were all met supernaturally. And God bless his people. I see the blessing of God fall on you. Amen. It must be purposeful. And then finally, the offerings we give to God must be precious. Somebody say precious. precious. Say precious. precious. I just want you to remember that's why we have PPP like that. One, it must be, number one, it must be personal. Number two, it must be plan. Number three, proportionate. Number four, and then number five, number six, precious. somebody say precious. precious. When we talk about a precious offering, we are talking about an offering that costs you something. Praise God. Valuable offering, not uh, something you give and you can still be walking about freely. <laughs> Praise God. <Yeah. laughs> there are some seeds, when you drop them and finish, when you finish, you just go, you just go, my brother. You just go. You just go. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. You just go. You drop it. You, you see that virtue has left you. <laughs> Praise God. But when you drop an offering that provokes virtue to drop it from you, something also moves from the outside of God to you. Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 24. This is King David. He's speaking. So the king said to Aruna, No, but I will surely buy it from you for a price. Nor will I offer bent offerings to the Lord my God. With that wheat cost me nothing. But, so David bought the treasure floor and the ozin for 50 shekels of silver. It cost him something. Mark chapter 12 and the verse number 41 to 44. We see the widow, it cost her. Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Now see it. Many rich people put in what? Large. So la- rich people, large offering. Somebody's a rich, rich person. Large offering. Large. Proportion. Verse 2, 20, 42. The poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. There are a lot of people who use this one to console themselves. Though God has blessed them and they can give good offering, they say the widow's might. Listen. <laughs> when God is calling for a rich offering from you, don't give him widow's might. He knows, particularly when you are not a widow. <laughs> you are making yourself a widow because of offering. Hey! You don't know what it means to be a widow. <laughs> you won't dream it one day. Praise God. The poor widow came and dropped in two small coins verse 43. Jesus called the disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth. This poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions. Now, the reason was because of the sacrifice. Look at verse 44. He says, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus. So, what they gave was large. But, in the eyes of God, it was a tiny part because God knows that their level was too much. Large! 1,000 large! 5,000 large! 10,000 large! And it's huge in the eyes of men, but in the eyes of God, God says it's a surplus. I know you. I know the blessing. I know where I picked you from. I know where I brought you. I know the kind of losses you could have made. I know you could have lost that. You have lo- lost that. I know that even your life was at risk at a point, and I spared you all of that. And today, give me an offering. You are bringing this. Keep it. I'm not needy. I'm not communicating somebody. He said the widow has given. As poor as she is, she has given everything she had to live on. That's sacrificial given. Precious. Precious. Let me close. Psalm 127. 126. Psalm 126. They that sow in tears. Somebody say they that sow in tears. Can you can you just picture the widow weeping? When she dropped that money, when she, when she weep? She weep. Because that's all she has to live on. She she'll be crying as she go. So that's the kind of offering when we we'll give and we we'll close. And pastor said, "Let's greet one another, get to know somebody." <laughs> <laughs> it's as if you don't know anybody exists. You are just going. You are just going. You are just going. <laughs> it's as if you don't know anybody exists. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want any trouble. Just let just let me go. Whatever you have to collect, you have collected it. Let me just go. (laughs) He said, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy." Look at verse number six. He said, he that goes forth and weepeth, bearing precious, that's a precious offering, bearing precious seed shall doubtless come and gain with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Bringing his sheaves with him. Bringing his sheaves with him. I know God is ministering to you. Praise God. Allow him to minister to you. As for God, he has been our sufficiency. From day one, from the start of this ministry to now, he has been our sufficiency. Praise God. Every time he has been there to meet the needs. Praise God. You are only a channel. And God has multiple channels he told Esther, you are in the kingdom for such a time as this. That's why you are here. You came here and you received that money for such a time as this. You can decide to keep it. But the work will be done. But as for you, did you see it? So the work will not stop because you, you were held onto it. It will go on. But what is due you will not come to you. That shall not be your experience in this season. I said that shall not be your experience in this season. Has somebody been blessed today? Lift up your hands and pray. It's an anointing service. Lift up your hands and pray. It's okay. It's okay. You guys leave it. I will speak a word of blessing over their lives. Just put your hands together. Put your hands together. And pray and say, Lord, I receive grace to drop every precious seed. Every precious seed. Every precious seed. You will have me to give. I refuse to hold on to it. 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 I refuse. The grace to put down the precious seed. The grace to put down the precious seed. The grace to put down the precious seed. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus precious name, Put your hands together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree the release of grace upon your people. Grace. Grace and grace alone. When you talk to us about seed and offerings, it's because you have a harvest, with, with an unseen harvest in stock for us. Thank you that in this season, when you are demanding a prophetic offering from us, there's a harvest in stock. Every precious seed in our hands, You know how valuable it is. We receive grace to drop it. We receive grace to drop it. And Lord, as we drop this seed, uh, let the harvest you have in stock be released. Let it be released. We honor you and we bless you for it. In Jesus' precious name, amen.
0: Fuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory access and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Fuakwa, please call 0540-122-670 or 0204-225-790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Fuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com Chapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services 6:30 a.m. First service, 8 45 a.m. Second Service, and on Wednesdays for our world encounter service at 6 o'clock p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaamae Jakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasi Roundabout, Kumase, Ghana. God richly bless you.